Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, the Talking Heads, once in a lifetime, which uh, you can see, by the way, are here in the movie Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Uh, Josh, do you know Josh Wheeler, the producer today? By the way, there's my first mistake. I suppose I should introduce the producer before I start talking about no the songs. Worries. No Hey, we're... We're in it together. We're in this boat together, Weasel. Oh my God! First time working with you. I was. I actually. Fun fact: I was the producer back here at the, uh, the guiding the ship when you did when you guys did the uh, you Adam and Chad did the ramp up segment at the fair oh, this year. I was, was the guy that wasn't playing the music quite loud enough because uh. my instructions were play the music just so they can hear it. So I took that very literally and played <laughs> it just so you could barely hear it in the headphones. And uh, yeah. The, the taking it too literary part literally part was uh, my mistake. The only thing you need to know about me is I like it loud. I can barely hear. I've been in radio for 30 years, so my, my hearing is terrible. I'm so gazing you can, into my future. You can play everything loud. It's not going <laughs> to bother me at all. But so have you seen Down and Out in Beverly Hills? Uh, I've seen parts of it. Nick Nolte, uh, yes. Richard Dreyfuss, Bette Miller. Fantastic film. Yes. You never cast. see this. You never see this film though on the great Christmas movies of all time lists. You know that one uh, never seems to make it. So keep that in mind. Maybe write that down. We might have to come up with our own <laughs> great Christmas movies, but the uh, the unsung hero kind. So anyhow, how did I get here? I'm not really sure how much of a deep dive into my radio career we should take, but I'll just give you the Cliff Notes version. And if you got any questions or you want to know anything specific, how about the text line? You got that, Josh? You know the text line. I, I, I'm I pulling it up as we speak. I, you don't know it by heart. I don't. I don't. I do. I do. I know the number. It's six five one four six one nine two two six. Okay, that's what I need. WC, that in- the WCCO talk in text line. Okay, the WCCO yes. talk in text line. Let me write that down so I don't put you on the hook again. What is it? Uh, it is six five one six five one four six one four six one nine two two six. The WCCO talk and text line. Okay, that way everybody can get involved in the mayhem that's uh, about to ensue here. So currently, I work with Remy Maxwell over at Jack FM. CCO is a sister station to us, meaning that we're uh, we're all in the in the same building. Remy and I, I produce a uh, national show that uh, we pre-record. Uh, it's on in. Um, like five, six markets, Portland, Denver, Greenville, South Carolina, New Orleans. Uh, we also do a three-hour 80s rock show on Sunday mornings called Dude, It's the 80s. Josh, that's right up your alley, right? You're an I, 80s yes, guy. I, so, I, yeah, I briefly was able to talk to you a little bit uh, yesterday. I am an 80s guy, and I, I for one, will be uh, buying about four tickets at, at some point here in the next couple weeks to uh, the upcoming Def Leppard journey ah. and uh, – 
Ah, oh, man, which one is it? They, they have like three different bands touring with them on this tour, and I can't remember which one we got. I think it was Steve uh, Miller. Steve Miller Band, yes, yeah. yes. But you're in radio, man. You don't buy tickets. You get free radio. Yeah, you I don't get know free if they'd tickets. be able to give me four here. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough ask. Okay, well, anyhow, what you should do is get that Odyssey app, download it, and uh, you can follow Dude, It's the 80s. That way you, uh, you can hear the show. And by the way, Jack FM is, I was told, just uh, Wednesday night. Jack FM is going to start playing it, but it's on in all those other cities. So if you want to follow that, that would be fun. But um, So here we are, all in the same building. We're owned by the same wonderful company. And like all companies these days, we kind of pool resources, right? I mean, good luck finding pens or paper or toilet paper. <laughs> but manpower we've got. So basically what I did is I told the boss here at WCCO, Brad, I said, you know, if people are going to be out um, for the holidays – or sick days, I'm here, I'm in the building, how bad could it go? If Jason DeRussia can do it five nights a week, it can't be that difficult, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm only making a joke because Jason, I apologize. You see, uh, I still see him, uh, I'm an old school radio guy, and I still see DeRussia as a TV guy. And we all know the only thing dimmer than radio people are TV people. I can say this with authority because I worked with Randy Shaver for over a decade. He's a great guy. But talk about the lights are on in nobody's home. If Randy looked up in a rainstorm, he could drown, but his hair would still look perfect, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, I did a morning radio show on 93X that I'm going to say that I started in about uh, 1998 or 99. Before that, I was on the air in middays. Before that, from 7 until 11. And uh, so, between the edge and 93X, I uh, got there in about 1995. There's no need for you to write any of this down. There's not going to be a quiz at the end of the show. Just kind of give you a little bit of my background. I actually, in 1993, worked for the original 93X, if some of the listeners know that radio station, which, funny enough, that station was owned by Odyssey or Intercom at the time. They just changed names. So back in 93, I'm working for Intercom. And now I'm back in the same boat working with the same bozos. Kind of weird how that all works out in my mind, anyhow. Got a funny story about that. When I was coming up, the original 93X, they had themselves a softball team. We'd go out and play other businesses or sponsors or whatever. And one, uh, one game at the end of the bench, guy about my age, clean-cut guy, shows up that I'd never seen before. And I thought, oh, my gosh, who's this dude? He's coming to take my hours. Here he is, going to move me aside because he's the new rock and roller in town or whatever, I thought. So needless to say, I was not very friendly to that guy. That guy's name is David Field. I kid you not. That is the president of our company that I was a real jerk to back in 1993. He must have been in town because... There was a sale going on between 93X, got sold to, the, uh, to Disney, which uh, <clears throat> owned uh, KQRS. I know this is kind of on the fly, but can you pull up, uh, you remember that R.A.M. song, The End of the World as We Know It? Josh, if you can find I that. I can do that, yeah. That would be fantastic because uh, the, the day that that station was sold and we flitched, uh, switched formats, was a pretty interesting story. Well, hang on just a second. You're burying the lead there. Let me, let me get into it. I'll, I'll give you the old radio point when oh, I want sure. you to play it, all right? So I get called in 
Come uh, play music. There's a big meeting going down here at the radio station. Sure, no problem. I'm in there playing music. Everybody's in the conference room getting fired. All the KQ people came over, and they were giving everybody their pink slips. And they'd pop their head in the studio, and I'd see them crying, and they'd kind of fill me in on what's going on. And It was kind of a sad day. And then the studio door swings open, and this guy that I'd never seen before, come to find out, it's John Lashman. Obviously, I knew of him, but I'd never seen him. This was before the Internet and all that kind of stuff. He comes in the studio and says, okay, we're going to kill the format. Hands me a, a CD and says, I want you to play this. And I said, well, kill the format. I, I love this radio station. I, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, man. There's no, no chance. And he said, all right, get out of the way. And he turned the studio monitors up. And I said, I'll play it, you know, after you play it the first time, I'm your guy. I'll play it, no problem. But I'm not going to be responsible for killing the format. So, all right, get out of the way. He turns the studio monitors up as loud as he can, and we're playing the song, <laughs> playing the song by, from Kiss called God Gave Rock and Roll to You. And I kid you not, this is my first introduction to John Lastman. Turns it up, and he says, oh, this is perfect. God giveth, and John Lastman taketh away. Hang on, hang on. That, that was giving you the off-air, yep. the, the point. But this, so that's how that happened. So then R.E.M., you, uh, maybe some, some of the listeners might remember that. We played that R.E.M. song for like four days straight, over and over and over again. And you'd think it had been on, yeah, this is the one. You'd think they'd have something like that on uh, repeat. No. They wanted somebody to stand there and three, how long is this song? Three minutes and 44 seconds? I should know. Yeah, I, I played it a one million times. Every three minutes and 44 seconds, you had to push start on the fresh one. So you went from CD1 to CD2, CD1 to CD2. I swear to God, I could have killed John Lastman. Thank God I didn't, by the way. We worked together for many years and have become very good friends. So, um, Speaking of people getting fired, Josh, you ever been, uh, you ever been fired before? a good question. I, I have. <laughs> well, that's uh, another topic I'd like to get into. Uh, and we get that talks and text line. Now I've lost the paper that I wrote the talk and text number. It on. is 651-461-9226. Okay. So if you've got some stories to share with us, uh, Josh, what, what have you been fired from before? Um, well, like many radio people, I have been fired from a radio station. So that's uh that is one of them, at least. That happens yes. quite often in radio, does it not? It does. It happens to some of the best, actually. There's no question about it. And sometimes, uh, radio or not radio, it could be com- something completely out of your hands, without a doubt. I, I didn't get that. Oh, is this, the, is this, are we done here? Yeah, just just bumping out with some more Oh, R&M. that's fine. Okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's yeah. all fine. Okay, that's, that's perfect because um, we'll take a quick break. I'll tell you how I got fired from radio. And then if you got a good firing story, please... Hit us up on the talk and text line. It's Weasel filling in for Henry Lake on 830-WCCO. I started uh, in this business in 1989 at the young age of 19 years old. We covered kind of my brief history of the Minneapolis radio days. But I thought I'd take you back to the very uh, beginning because, you know, it's a three-hour talk show and what the hell else we got to do. 
Uh, if you'd like to share, by the way, stories about uh, getting canned, shown the pink slip, uh, shown the door, 86th, you can uh, hit us up on that CCO talk and text line. Look at I wrote it down. Uh, 651-461-9226. That is the WCCO talk and text line. Read like a true professional, if I don't mind You're saying so. You're a future so. radio. If I got the face for it. There's no question about Same. that. Same. Uh, so we'll take calls and texts on that for sure. Um, uh, Wolf is on the line right now in St. Paul. But you, can you can you hang on just a sec? All right, hang on, hang on for just a sec, Wolf. If you can hang out, we'd uh, we'd appreciate that. You never did t- tell me about yours, Josh. You said you got fired from radio. Got fired from radio, uh, but I've also been fired uh, for. Uh, for- I was a contractor for Comcast uh, as oh, a yeah, as a yeah, technician. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cable cable guy. Correct. Yes, and um, this was fresh out of. I don't know if we haven't really talked, so I this is like probably completely out of left field. But yeah. I had uh, in 2017, I had leukemia. Oh well, yes. I'm sure glad we brought that up now. Yeah, Happy yeah. Way to kill the vibe. The yeah. CCO studio. Yes, yes. Well, uh, so that was my. I, I had that job during that period. Uh, and the job, Wait, I, and they fired you because you were had leukemia. Nope, no, no, it said, was what more monsters? so. It was more so. Uh, I was supposed to be going out to sites, taking pictures of yeah. of the jobs that the technicians were doing. You and know, I was working. More so I was basically trying to take shortcuts, and I would sometimes submit, uh, you know, evaluations <laughs> without taking pictures. And uh, let's just say they didn't like right. that, and they said, uh, "Sorry, we're gonna let you go." And I'm like, "Yep, that's." You know, lesson learned. You make mistakes, you learn from it, you move on. Without a doubt. But, I mean, for Christ's sake, you had, you had a pretty legit excuse. Yeah. You're suffering from yeah, leukemia. Yeah, I, I, I was back in the field within a month of after, uh, after being out of the hospital. I was not uh, smart about my choices. of. I, I, I'm an able body, so I like to keep moving and moving and moving and not yeah, sit yeah. in one place. Oh, I got you. What a trooper you are. Well, anyhow. Um, <laughs> uh, with, you it was out of left field. Yeah, that sure was. I'll tell you that. So. Um, like I was saying, I got started in a small town in Nebraska where my grandparents live. We'd spend all of our summers down there and holidays. I guess I should tell you, too, that I come from a radio family. My dad, there you go. he was also in radio. He worked here in Minneapolis at uh, KDWB, uh, WDGY, U100, which was a rad radio station back in the 70s. He may honestly uh even have worked here at least done some fill in here on on, on CCO uh, you can think of me as like the anti Chad Hartman there you go his dad was in the media lived to about 100 sadly my dad <laughs> died of a brain tumor when i was 9 so i didn't have a whole lot of uh, doors kicked down for me but um uh, nonetheless a radio family and that's how i got started in 1989 uh, 1989 my grandparents wanted me to, you know, do radio. They'd always said it as a kid growing up. And so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll try this radio thing out. And lo and behold, I did that straight until 2012. And I've done the math. That's 23 years. Never fired from any job. Changed jobs. I worked in Kansas, Nebraska, Ohio, back here in Minneapolis. But through all the format changes or whatever, I always somehow managed to land on my feet until... This last stint here in 2000. It's not too bad. Yeah. That's, hey, I, like I said, I, I deserve a gold star for being in this business and, and lasting 23 straight years, that is uh, for sure. But anyhow, when I got started, my, my plan was always to uh, come back here to Minneapolis and, and you know, work um, in radio. 
uh, growing up on the mean streets of Burnsville, coming up the hard way like I did. Shout out to uh, class of 1987, Burnsville High School, Seniors Rule. Um, that's always what I wanted to do, and I, and I got there until December the 1st, 2012. It's a crazy. It's a crazy story. I'd never been fired before. Uh, how much time do we got before this next break? I'm sorry. Oh, we got we got still we still got some time. Okay, so <clears throat> I'd never been fired before, except for speaking of Burnsville, my first job. When I'm 16 years old. I'm working at a gas station. I think my official title was probably Gas Monkey. Back in the there day, kids, go. there was a guy that would come out and he'd pump your gas for you. He'd wash your window, check your tires, check the air. That was me. I was doing. I was doing that. And part of the duties when I closed up at night was to put the tow truck into the uh, garage, into the, one of the service bays. Well, one Friday night, my buddies come pulling up, uh, you know, on their Delta 88 or whatever jalopy they're driving. They say, hey, man, the keg's about to get fried. We got to go. And it's about 10 o'clock. So, you know, sounds good to me. I shut the lights off, lock the front door, jump in the car, off to the party we went. What did I forget? To put the tow truck away. And it's uh, it's Burnsville. There's no crime in Burnsville yeah. in 1988. Well, yeah, then, yeah. No, what are you sure. talking about? So, But Larry, the guy that owned the place, God love him, uh, he didn't like that. And I probably did it more than once. And there was probably a thousand other reasons why. But he's, he calls me up the next day and said, yeah, I'm going to let you go. You, you didn't put the tow truck in overnight, which I thought was uh, kind of hilarious. But anyhow, uh, Larry's a Harley-Davidson guy. Uh, as an adult, I have become a Harley-Davidson guy. I would run into him from time to time, and we always had a, a real good laugh uh, uh, <laughs> about that story. So getting fired from my radio job, I'll give you the, the real quick version because I know we – are we at 30, real, three minutes maybe, something like that? Yep, and, okay. and we got uh, Wolf. Oh, waiting. and Wolf's hanging on. Yep, yep, yep. Wolf might be kind enough to uh, sit through this, uh, this story in this next break, I, I hope. Um, but anyhow – well, actually, let's get Wolf on because yeah, I, sure. I, I don't want to rush. This is, it's a gem of a story. Wolf, what's happening? We appreciate you holding. You're on, you're on WCCO. What's happening? Weasel, man. I tell you what, all of the things that you and everybody else in broadcasting, I will wait the entire hour for you if I need be. Those stories are awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. The check's in the mail, my friend. Appreciate you calling. Thanks. Hey, um, I um, I actually got fired before I even started a job. I was um, I went to school for broadcasting uh, at Brown Institute off Lake Street back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, I was supposed to work at Bob One Hundred FM mm-hmm. downtown. Mm-hmm. First gig. Yeah. I get there to the office nine o'clock, and they're packing boxes, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm here for the interview. They're like, Oh, we're sorry, but. Howard Stern just bought out the station. <laughs> you got fired before you even started. That's yeah, like, it was. <laughs> that, that's unbelievable, man. Did, did you wind up doing any stint in radio at all, or did, did I mean, honest to God, you want I, no, you really want no part of it? But did, well, did you? I, did you? I, I tried, but I couldn't make it to the interview because my car broke down. So I ended up being a truck driver instead. Uh, hey, I've done that as well. That, you know that we've got something in common there, Wolf. I got my CDL after oh, yeah. after I got canned because you know spending thirty years in radio or whatever it was at the time twenty five. What else am I qualified yeah. to do? Nothing. I had no skills whatsoever. So I appreciate you checking in and thank you for the kind uh, words, Wolf. That that means a lot to me. And uh, have a very merry You're Christmas. Welcome. Yeah. Take care, my friend. Take care. All right. Later, bro. Uh, text and talk line. The WCCO text and talk line is 651-461-9226. Uh, 
Uh, we're talking about you getting fired. And, and, you know, it's sad around the holidays. It seems like that's a real popular time for companies, these heartless companies, to do stuff like that. But more often than that, uh, more often than not, it seems like that's when it, when it happens. So get us uh, – if you've, if you've got a story to share, we'd love to hear it. Otherwise, um, I've got some more. Josh has probably been fired from more jobs than all of us put together on WC. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hey, uh, yeah, so it's Weasel. I'm filling in uh, on the Lake Show, and we're talking about getting fired right now. I had uh, covered uh, my uh, career in radio, um, and we're right up to the point where to where I get fired. I, I mean, this is the, the crescendo. This is the, the part you've all been waiting for. N- not really, but it's the only thing I prepared. You know, uh, I did get here six hours before the show. You'd think this would sound a lot better than it does. Sound better to me. Apparently, uh, I need more than six hours of prep time. Next time, maybe, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get here 24 hours before the show starts. But anyhow, um, to say that I didn't see things coming, here, here's how bad the situation got in, for me, in, 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 in my situation. I had worked at 93X for, uh, since 1995, and... Um, my boss was the same guy, well, basically the same guy the whole time. He'd worked there the entire time I worked there. Knew him very, very well. We were friendly. We, you know, socialized together. Guy you talk to every single day. And this this might be very common. This might be the way a lot of companies um, fire people. And especially these days, more so than ever, you have to be real careful about what you say and how you say it or whatever, but it was, it was, it's still to this day, one of the strangest experiences that I've ever been through. So I worked with this guy every single day. My contract was up in October and radio. We, uh, most of us or some of us ha- have contracts. They do nothing. They're not guaranteed. It's not like an, and Josh is like, he's going to hit me up for a loan here in a second. No, yeah, yeah. They're not, it's not like guaranteed. Some are, there's no money in radio. Most of them are not guaranteed. All the contract does basically it's, it protects the company. It gives them a, a tons of reasons to fire you. And all they're really doing is getting your salary figured out for the next two, however long the contract is two years, three years. Th- that's how long uh, mine were between two and three years. They changed. I think I probably did. I don't know, whatever, four or five different ones. So anyhow, my contract comes and goes, and nobody says a word to me. Now, we had gone through two different owners at this time, and didn't think much about it. But I mentioned to uh, my boss, his name is Wade. 
I said, hey, um, yeah, you know, contract came and went. What's the deal? And he, all he said to me was, oh, well, they don't, we don't do, there's a new company, they don't do contracts. Oh, they don't, huh? I, that's fine by me. Don't don't do con- the contract. Never really protected me from anything. I just want to know. Okay, let's negotiate my salary. What, what, how much am I getting paid? You're getting paid. What you're getting paid? Wait a minute. We're not going to renegotiate a guy that's worked here for 15 years. That seemed a little bit odd to me. Oh, by the way, they also don't do bonuses since you don't have a contract anymore. And in your contract, you are guaranteed these bonuses. The contract's gone. So the bonuses are gone as well. And I'm like, well, that's a real slap on the back, isn't it? So the writing was on the wall. I, mean, I, I had gone and packed up all of my stuff, all, all the, you know, anything that meant anything to me out of my little office. And that's in October. But nothing happens. November, nothing happens. December 1st, I get off the air. I'm walking right past the boss's office. My little office is right next to his. He says, hey, can you pop in here for a sec? Sure. Like That's he's like he's done a no, he's done it a billion times. Yeah. You know, he you know we're going to tell some stupid story about something, or he heard something on the show that he really really liked. Never would he criticize. We never did anything wrong. He always loved everything that we had to say. That's sarcasm. So, um, I pop, I, I get in there, and there's a woman that I'd never seen before in my life, sitting in the office, and she introduces herself as you know whatever Pamela from uh, corporate HR. Okay, and all this guy. Who I'd call a friend. He sat across from me, shoved a stack of papers at me, and said, Weasel, have your lawyer look this over. You've got two weeks to respond. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's weird. What What's going on, man? Have your lawyer. This is the only thing. It, it was like a pod person had taken him, had taken him over, like an, an alien being. The only words said to me were, have your lawyer look these over. You've got two weeks to respond. And then I, dumb, dumbly, I, I said, this is why, you know, major market radio talent right here, dumbly. Um, I said, oh, okay, so do I come back on, this is on a Friday. Do I come back on Monday then and, you know, tell, tell we figure this out? Yeah. No, 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 you know, that's it. So that's it. The guy that I'd known, the last words he ever said to me were, have your lawyer look at these and let us know. That's it. That's that's how you get fired in 2012, and I'm I'm sure it's uh, even as bad now. If you've got a story that you'd like to share about getting canned, you can hit up the WCCO Talk and Text Line. We'd love to hear them. Uh, 651-461-9226. That is the telephone number. Josh, I know that you've got a text there from somebody that you wanted to read. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we did get a text saying, I tried to back up my words as being a new worker and was then given a box of my stuff. With no word and was let go from work. I don't even know what that means. Can you yeah. deci- can you decipher that? Probably uh, they probably tried to. They probably said something maybe they shouldn't, and uh, was this a, pretty much immediately given the uh, given the old sh- old shoe as uh, or the the Spanish archers they say. Okay, elbow got to let them go. Yeah, I'm glad that you said said something that they shouldn't because being in the business that we're in, yes, saying something that you shouldn't or accidentally saying something that, you know that you shouldn't. Um, is quite common for the uh, radio person. Have you ever done this? Ha- and by the way, uh, off the air, one of the first questions I asked Josh, I said, "Hey, uh, do, do we have a delay? And where's the button?" Yeah. But being in delay, by the way, means we're, we're not. We're uh, probably like five seconds late. Yeah. So if I happen to say, you know, the, a curse word or whatever, we won't offend anybody. We'll push right. the button, and you never know what happened. But anyhow, um, this 
actually happened to me it, it, live in radio, the first station I ever worked at. I did the uh, I on, on a hot mic. I did the O F O S. So when you hear yourself yeah. curse, you're so shocked by it, you curse again. So yeah. it was the double. Oh yeah. I was saying something, and then I, the, the F came out, and then I went O F O S. And then just, you know, yeah. I, it was scary as hell. Anything like that ever happened That's to you? Got, uh, I mean, not to me, but I, I've produced uh, shows before, produced a show before where uh, you get to witness it in person, and it's something else. It's, yes, it's different. it is, boy. And then, then the black ghost remind, hmm, I wonder if I hit it fast enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never understand how these dump buttons yeah, work. I don't, I've yeah. had it explained to me by numerous engineers, right. by sequencing and stuff like that, so. Well, getting canned is no fun. Uh, it's it, not. You, you, you should go out the way you want to go out. I, I've had a lot of jobs. I know we. I know a couple shows in the past couple weeks here have talked about what is the shortest job you've had. I've had oh, like, all right. you know, that post-cancer life, I kind of went through a lot of different, I guess, waves of jobs where I just, I didn't, I thought it sounded cool. And then like a month or so in, I'm like, no, this isn't for me. And I, that was, we're talking numerous jobs where, it doesn't look good on a resume in 2023 bad. So like, oh, well, you don't even put But I'm on. in radio like you, now, so like it doesn't really. Yeah, you're going to be a lifer here now, mo- Josh. My radio has been more so like, you know, two years here, a year or two there. Like that's been fine. It's the, you know, the jobs before that where it was like I couldn't, I was doing a lot of finding myself that was definitely like, a, ooh, maybe I shouldn't put that in a resume because it just looks bad. But I'm sure a lot of radio people don't care what I did for, you know, Cub Foods or Target no. in 2013. I'm sure they pretty much worry about my experience behind the mic. So. They'll hire anybody yeah. these days in radio. What are you kidding me? Yeah, they put I, me I, behind the board. They actually, they actually always have. I mean, you, this is like uh, the, the safe haven for all the crazies out there working in radio. That is uh, yeah. the way to go. But I, it's a business. To, honestly, like I, like I said, I got into when I was uh, 19 years old, and uh, I mean, I still can see that studio before I even talked to anybody, before I talked to the receptionist, I can vividly, in my mind, pull that up. And it's a business that I loved. It's a, it's a business that's changed quite a bit, especially with the um, invention of the, the internet and social media. You know, back in the day, you had no idea what the dude on the radio looked like. Yeah, It was all theater of mind. You could be a good-looking guy. You could be a rock star-looking guy. You could be the ugliest guy in the world. But nobody, they never saw you. They had no idea. It was a, a great fantasy to have. Yeah. So. And I've worked for, you know, not. I'm not saying radio is the easiest job in the world. It, in some ways, yes, this is easy money. Yeah. But also, I've worked for radio stations where, it depends on on what you have for staffing as far as training because I've worked for radio stations that did not efficiently train me, and it did not end well. So it was like uh, if you had one person that was literally just a training director or something, I would have probably succeeded. Not like, And that's by no means me saying, oh, it's your fault, it's your fault. Uh-huh. Sure, some of it was mine, but that like it goes both ways. If you don't train somebody how to do something efficiently and sure. in, in the right way and take the time to actually help them, and you're just kind of throwing them into the fire, not the best way to do it, especially a major market radio. Yeah, that's right. Well, listen here, brother. Let me give you a little life hack from from Weasel to you, my friend. <laughs> All you got to do next time, anybody tries to give you any kind of hassle, you just bring up that leukemia thing and you're yes. covered, my friend. Yeah, I got to play the cancer card. You've got the cancer that card. That's yeah. what yeah. he's got. For sure. WCCO Talk and Text Line. It's there, 651-461-9226. If you'd like to uh, get involved in uh, uh, some of the topics we've been talking about, getting fired 
Uh, and I hope you know, you know, during the holidays, that's terrible. I hope that you didn't. But um, I remember a guy. A lot of radio guys got into radio because they loved music. And don't think, you know, don't take me wrong. I, I love music. I love it. But I didn't get in radio because I was in love with music. That's when you get into the radio, you have nothing to do with the music at all. Those playlists are set in stone. So you know what song you're playing, then the next one, then the next one, then the next one. Nobody picks their own music. That hasn't happened since, you know, maybe the 60s or 50s or something like that. What's, wait, wait, are you talking about major market music radio? Absolutely. Okay. Even media, even these worked, days, I media worked, market I, I, I've, when I, because I'm a late Wait a minute, call. hang on a second. Did, did you go to producer school? You never challenged the host of the show. You're going you're gonna to call me out on something that I you think you know better than me? Fine. Josh Wheeler, what's I going on? Are we breaking will, up already? I will listen to the Yoda. No, no, no. That's fine. No, honestly. No, no, no. No, no where, I, I'm interested here. Where, where no, did you so work? I, so late, I was a late college guy, so I did, I did work okay. for about five, ten years and then went back to college to finish things. Sure. College so, radio, yeah. So 20 to 2022, I went to St. Cloud State and worked at a station called KVSC. Okay. It is, a, it is an, more of an alternative station, but it's got cl- classic rock and stuff like that. Yeah. Voice tracks. I know a lot of people don't like the word voice tracks. It's well, I hate that word, gonna... but I'm part of it now. Yes, I, I yes. do it. It's terrible. Um, those were guys I'm sure that had a lot jobs. of people didn't buy that I was in a radio station at 3.30 in COVID years. But, yeah. It, you, it used to be. There were guys in be. radio all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I don't know about like COVID, that. though. COVID kind of kept everybody out of the studios. But, yeah, it, it, it definitely is a drastic difference uh, between what I was doing and what uh, kind of what you were saying. Or like a KDWB just, or you something You kind of like just that. have the playlist and you just boom. It's been that way. I've been doing this, you know, except for like the very first station I worked at in 1989. Yeah. It's been like that everywhere. The playlist is set. You don't you, you don't get to play whatever you want to play. And a lot of guys, uh, like I said, they got into radio because they wanted to play their own songs. That's not the way it goes. I, I work with a dude that, that got a gift. How much time have we got, my friend? I'm sorry. Uh, well, we got about a minute. I'll, I'll start rolling music here. Oh, okay. Um, um, oh, yeah. I work with a dude that uh, that got a gift when, when the guy I work with now, my best friend, Remy Maxwell, when he got fired, I think it was 07 or whatever, they just kind of promoted a weekend dude uh, to take that afternoon job. And, and he broke format. Every single day, which means he played a song that he wasn't supposed to play, and the bo- and he I th- he, I th- he was probably only there like two months. The boss finally said, "Listen, bro, if you play that song again, I'm going to fire you." And he played it the very next day, and guess what happened? They fired him. Not good. No, it happens. Hey, it's Weasel filling in for Henry Lake. Henry, I can't apologize enough. I hope you're enjoying your night off or whatever you got going on. But this is uh, Weasel doing the Lake Show tonight. On WCCA. Well, ladies and gentlemen, friends, this is Weasel filling in for Henry Lake tonight on uh, 830 WCCO. A station that turns 100 years old next year. Here I am. I can't hardly believe it either. We've been talking about getting fired. Uh, and you're more than welcome to share your stories if you've got some. You can call us in the WCCO Talk and text line at 651-461-92206. Chris O'Hearn, Bill Guerin from the Minnesota Wild, Bill Guerin's right-hand man. You might have heard this in the news, and it might be coming up again at the top of the hour. I don't know. but He, uh, he recently got fired. And Bill Guerin found himself, while GM Bill Guerin found himself in a little bit of hot water. I don't 
know the specifics. All I have is the statement that the Wild released, and maybe you've heard it yet or already, but uh, here's what it says. The Minnesota Wild takes its code of conduct seriously. We recently concluded two separate investigations into alleged violations that uh, of uh, that code of conduct have taken appropriate steps to address the matters raised to our attention. The club will not comment further. Uh, I, I, okay. Yeah. They didn't really tell us anything, but apparently Bill Garen was a, I don't know, accused. I think they're of trying yelling at somebody. I, I, ultimately, what they're trying to do, they're trying to do damage damage control right now because they have the holiday break coming up, and honestly. The last thing they need after everything they've been through lately is another one of these minor little cases coming up. So I think they just pull the pull the string and see and to see if it was effective, essentially. Which I mean, I don't know all the details. But as far ye- as the yelling, yelling but, at but what what the what the reports were that he was yelling at somebody. You're in the, you work in the National Hockey League. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's going to be. I mean, you know, I'm obviously the rank is uh, much different than the front office, but. Uh, my God, could you imagine it around here if you got fired for yelling at somebody? Chad Hartman would be on, on his tail in five minutes. Never would have made it. Uh, wild big win last night for the club. They uh, beat Calgary in a shootout 3-2. to two. We can uh, talk more sports if you want coming up uh, in our next hour. As hour number two, as Weasel, that's me, filling in for the great Henry Lake. We'll continue right here on A3OWCCO. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 